And how is everybody doing today? Today we've got multiple lives. I hope everybody had a fabulous weekend. If you didn't, uh, if you didn't enjoy the content over the weekend, please know that I do go live uh, over the weekends. Also, not as often and not as uh, I don't like set an actual time frame. It's not a normal time, but please do check those out. I had some good lives over the weekend. I do really want to try to start making things. Uh, you know, as I want to be as focused as possible. So the thing is, it's very hard to focus. When, when, you're, when you're a weight loss coach, right, and when you make your money off of weight loss, when, when what you do is, you know, is obesity-related topics, it's hard not to be political. It's hard not to be talk about public health because the level of obesity is directly correlated to the level of public health, and the level of public health has been used in the past several years for lots of political shit. So if it seems like that this is all I'm talking about, it's really all that anybody should fucking talk about right now. We are fat as fuck as a country. It is dangerous. It is not good for our national security. And people are trying to come up with solutions. Now, we're about to talk about Katie Couric, and she had a doctor, and it's basically them pimping Ozempic and, and these other drugs. I'm, I, I, I need to say to people, like, if you need these drugs to lose weight with, I'm not, a, I, I'm not telling you no. I am saying that there are safe, effective, natural alternatives that have better results, like right up here, no morbidity. Uh, you can get it in the description box below. Um, it is, it's non-stimulant, non-thermogenic based. We sell it multiple different ways from vitamin shop, tigerfitness.com and projectcollective.com. And it is helping people do the same thing that these drugs are doing. So please do check that out. We also, I just put it in the, in the, uh, in the chat. We have links to consultations, coaching. I myself have lost hundred pounds. My wife and I coach people on a daily basis, weekly video conference calls. Please do check that out. Um, but Katie Couric recently had a doctor on to discuss, yet again, these weight loss drugs, Ozempic, Monjarno, uh, and Wegovy, right? Uh, I'm going to say hi to everybody, and then we're going to listen to her speech or her talk with this guy. And I just want to talk about how, like, the what I view, like, I'm going to give my frank and honest opinion about this. And yes, he's a doctor, but I got to point out that most doctors don't know fuck all about weight loss. Um, now, I'm not saying he doesn't, and I'm not saying that these drugs don't work. I'm not saying that these drugs don't work to make it so you eat less, because that's what it is. I'm just saying that a lot of the shit that they have, you know, uh, that they have, that a lot of the, a lot of the shit that they that they talk about is completely made up bullshit. So, I'm going to say hi to everybody, and then we'll go from there. Delphon, how are you? Annabelle, Jenny, how are you? Bianca Berry, what's going on? Erica, Thomas Tadaro, what's going on? Tadaro, what's going on? Squeaky Wombat, Slesukin, Cactus Patch, uh, Cookies, Suvi, Chat Blackman, Janet, Dory, how are you? Uh, Jackie, what's going on? Little Monster, how you doing? I hope you have a good week. Brendan Carey, first time I've caught a live in a while. Hope it's been good. It's been good, uh, Brandon. Hope you're doing good. Actually got a notification. That's fucking awesome. Shy Franklinstein. Uh, thoughts on the weather balloons? I mean, the, the fucked up thing is, like, why are we freaking out when they have satellites that could tell? Like, there's a satellite above me right now that could probably listen to what I'm fucking saying. Like, let's be honest about this shit. Like, I mean, do I think it's fucked up? I mean, yeah. But at the same time, like, uh, I just think it's a very big distraction uh, from all sorts of shit. Like, here's the thing. There should be... There, there are there are some questions that we should we answer. I'm actually going to start a start a series called "I Have Questions." I actually filmed something for it earlier. But over the last three years, lots of things have been brought up. Lots and lots and lots of things have been brought up, stated, 
shown to be wrong later. And then nobody ever went back and asked the question, like, why did we say this? Right. Because I have questions. I have, I have questions why people were calling this thing safe and effective. I have questions why people were you know, calling COVID as dangerous as it was when it clearly wasn't. I have questions. Who made these calls? Who made these decisions? Why did we do this? What, who made the calls to suppress people that didn't actually follow the same narrative? Like who, who, who decided these things? We should be asking all these questions, right? One of the very few questions we should be asking is about a fucking balloon. I got, I, it's so, that type of shit, like, again, they could spy on us all the fucking one. It's the same thing with like TikTok. People are fucking freaking out about TikTok. It's a Chinese spy app. I am also saying it's likely that the Chinese government is using it to collect information on people, but I'm not saying that it's any different than fucking Facebook or Twitter or Instagram taking your information or the federal government for that matter, you know, especially when you knowingly do it, you know? Anyway, base Chad, uh, uh, let's see. You don't have Nomo, and you don't have to be on Nomo forever. I used it a month and learned uh, what I need to use. That's see, that's what it's meant to be as. Like these drugs, you know, are not in my mind are not supposed to be used forever. Um, just not. So, uh, the, the but we'll talk about it with this gentleman here. Because they're saying that these things need to be used forever, I think. And that's something we should be talking about. Fatima, how are you? Jackie, what's going on? Angel M? Yeah, I think so, too. I, th I, think, the, I think the balloon was just fucking distraction. Anyway, we are going to click right on here. Whoops. We're going to get started. This is Katie Couric talking to Dr. Lou Aroni. And this is from 10 days ago. Okay, so bear with me. He's a professor of metabolic research. At That's too fast. Wild Cornell Medical College. I'll give you a little of his CV. He's a professor of metabolic research at Wild Cornell Medical College. He's an attending physician at New York Presbyterian and adjunct clinical associate professor of medicine at Columbia University College of Physicians and Surgeons. In other words, Lou Aroni knows what he's talking about. Hey, Dr. Aroni, how are you? That doesn't necessarily mean he knows what he's talking about. I hate to be that guy, but I don't trust the, the healthcare industry. And I have been in the healthcare industry. Um, and also, I just super fucking honest, doctors for a lot of times don't know fuck all about weight loss. They don't. They don't, don't know fuck all. They know, how to, they know how to fix problems. I'm not saying he doesn't know what he's talking about, but that's not a guarantee. Okay? Thank you. Oh, hi, Katie. How are you? Nice to see you. I, I, I know this is your inaugural Instagram Live, so welcome to the platform. Oh, that's a pleasure. Um, it's great. I, I'm really happy to be talking to you because I think there have been a lot of stories about these uh, weight loss drugs, and I think a lot of people are really confused about it. Um, now, this is being done, I think, as a way, but I, I don't think we're going to see this be a negative, like framed in a negative at all. And again, if it is a matter of a person just, if they need this to stop the progression of getting fatter and fatter, I am not saying, like, I'm just saying that there's, 
there's lots of drawbacks, including the side effects, but we need to talk, like, let, let's, let's just see what this guy says. And I think, honestly, Dr. Aroni concerned about it because um, they seem to be all the rage. And I think people are worried that the people who should be taking them aren't taking them and the people who shouldn't be taking them are. So let's talk, let's start from the very beginning, as Maria Von Trapp would say, Dr. Aroni. Ozempic. First of all, I can't get their theme song out of my head because it's, I think, a 70s song about magic that they... Why, why should a drug have a theme song? Why should a pharmaceutical drug have a theme song? That's, that's a fucking red flag right there. So, a... a, a it, she she literally said like I love their theme song. She's talking about a drug. I mean, they shouldn't have a theme song. Co-opted, but can you explain what Ozempic is? Ozempic is a medicine. Now, here's what I love. When we hear these doctors, I'll start talking about Ozempic and Majorno and stuff like that. They all talk about how it works, and I'm not saying it does not work. I, I'm I'm absolutely not. Like I mean, I, the clinical data is the clinical data, and I'm not arguing it. I will go by their clinical data and say that. The results actually, especially for what you pay and for how much, like, I, th I think they've got, there's a lot of people that are fooled into thinking like they're getting fabulous results for the money that they're paying. And I just don't think they are, especially because they're, um, especially because they are, uh, they're dangerous. You know, they're just fucking dangerous. Uh, let's, let, let's continue here though. That was, uh, is derived from other medicines that were, uh, have been on the market for over 20 years. And Ozempic is the, the most uh, effective version of this type of medicine called a GLP-1 agonist. What does that mean? It mimics the effect of an intestinal hormone that's released when you eat food. So basically what this, what this does is as you have it in you, you your body mimics having a, it's a synthetic version of a hormone that is released to tell you that you're full, okay? So in other words, it's telling it's it's the idea is it makes you feel fuller and less hungry. Sounds like this up here, doesn't it? So when you think about what is Ozempic, it's mimicking hormones that are a hormone that's released into your intestine when you eat food. And that hormone is absorbed. It goes to your brain and it tells your brain that you've eaten. So you feel full. It also goes to your pancreas and it stimulates the release of insulin, a hormone that lowers your blood sugar. So it's very much a physical or physiological signal that mm -hmm. mimics eating food. So in other words, it makes you feel fuller. It makes you feel as hungry. And again, I appreciate the approach, obviously. Like literally there's a book right up here that says the hunger management method and no morbidity is based around it being a non-stimulant, non-thermogenic based appetite control supplement with four ingredients at clinically tested human doses that's safe and effective. Um, get yours now instead of $1,300 a month in my opinion, of course, but uh, so just, he's saying what it does, that it makes you eat less, right? Well, it basically makes you feel full. And I've read, Lou, Dr. Aroni, that some people say that it makes food taste bad or it takes the appeal out of food. Can you explain that? So I've seen that from time to time. You know, we've been using Ozempic, by the way, uh, for five years. It's been around for a number of years. And it's only last year that a diabetes version that, that it went. So... And I, I have only heard this several times, but I, I have heard that it makes you extremely nauseous. Like it makes you nauseous enough that you're not going to want to eat anyway. I've heard that. I haven't heard. This is the first time I'm hearing about the food thing. I can tell you that no morbidity does not do that. Like, 
one of the weirdest things for me on no morbidity is that there's just like the absence of hunger. Like, I don't feel like nauseous. It's just like the demon, the little devil that's on my right shoulder all the time that was there saying, you want food, you want peanut M&Ms, you want this, you want that. He, that dude's gone. Like no morbidity, just like no morbidity. Like, and when he is there, he's like only like that big instead of being like that big. Like he's teeny, teeny, tiny, you know? Went from being a diabetes version, the same medicine was approved as a weight loss version called Wegovy, and that's when this really exploded. Uh, interest in it exploded. But um, it's, th that can happen sometimes, and we don't really understand why it happens in some people and not others. But I have seen. I love it. We don't understand why that happens in some people but not others. We know it's safe and effective, though, besides all the, you know, thyroid tumors and pancreatitis it might cause. Some people say they have a taste aversion to one food or another. But basically, it makes you feel full mm -hmm. even when you haven't eaten. So the, the average person will tell us this. I went. Listen to this. To my favorite restaurant, I ordered my favorite meal, and I could only eat half of it. Right. And I was looking that's at it awesome. saying, like, how could I have ever eaten the whole thing? Now I could just eat half, that's it. And so if you say, okay, that's it, and you take the, the rest of it home and eat it the next day, you're going to lose weight. But if By the way, very similar to no morbidity. No morbidity, you just, I mean, you feel fuller. You feel less hungry, feel fuller all the time. Hunger is not really a thing. It works on a different mechanism. This actually uh, works on the mechanism of the hunger hormone being produced in your stomach. No morbidity works like kind of works on that mechanism versus actually being an artificial hormone that tells you that you're hungry. Instead of actually fucking with your hormones, this actually just like makes it so you're not as hungry, you know? If you keep trying to stuff it in because you paid for it, you may not do as well. So so there's, what is Manjaro? You said Wagovi is the weight loss version of Ozempic. Ozempic is actually for diabetics. Wagovi is for weight loss. So I guess it's a subset yeah. of that Ozempic. And, and what is Manjaro? It's not a subset. It's the same absolute 100%. Like this is, they should get this correct. It is the absolute same 100% same drug. It's just in different labeling, different uh, pens and different... Uh, uh, dosage increments. It's the same, absolutely it's the exact same drug. Like this one, I, I Nomo, I no longer want breakfast in the AM because I'm just not hungry. That's how I feel too. It's, I mean, it, it just, it works. You know, it just, it, no morbidity, absolutely 100%. If you haven't tried it, you should try it. No morbidity, absolutely 100% works. Like it, it cannot even be denied. It is a hater proof formula. I'm not saying that it works better than these things, although I think it does. I'm not saying that it's more cost effective, although I can absolutely prove it does. I'm not even saying it's going to be more effective, even though I have people that have lost 15 to 20 percent of their body mass in just four to six months on it. You know, I'm not even going to say that. But what I'm going to say, it, it just works like no morbidity absolutely works. I'm not saying anything else. Manjaro. Manjaro is a completely different medication. Manjaro is a completely different medication that we haven't talked that much about on this on this channel. Uh, give me one second. Uh, because it's important that we talk about this. Here it is. I think so. I think so. I think so. Because give me one second. Manjaro, again, weight loss drug, 
Not hating on it. Where did, where did the information I had? I had something up here, guys, so please bear with me. I oftentimes just stare into space, and you guys got to sit there. And for those of you that have a problem with that, I say too fucking bad. There it is. So he's going to talk about Manjaro. So we are going to talk about what Manjaro says uh, about their own shit, basically. Um, we are going to go to their website because I like to do that. All right. So give me a second. That's what we're doing right now. Stop sharing that one. We're going to go right here. Okay. And I'll blow it up this. Boom. All about Manjaro. Let me see. This is their this is their website actually. Hang on. It's Eli Lilly for its diabetes medication. Let's see. The most recent. Well, let's let's click on that. Let's see if we got that. Oh, here here. This is good. This is good. This is the actual like. Okay, give me one second. We're gonna talk about Manjaro now. Uh, Lily's trizeptide delivered up to 22.5% weight loss in adults with obesity or overweight. So up to is what they studied, right? So participants taking uh, trizeptide lost up to 52 pounds to, and they started at 230 pounds, 231 pounds, I believe, but lost 52 pounds in the 72 week phase. So I'm just going to point out just really quickly that that's like a 300 calorie deficit. Um, that's a 300 calorie average a day deficit. 72 weeks, 52 pounds. That is about three fourths of a pound a week. Uh, that is about 300 calorie deficit a day. So, and that's just the math, right? 63% of participants taking trisepatide, 50 milligrams achieved at least 20% body weight reduction uh, uh, as a key secondary endpoint. That's very good too. I'm not saying that that's not good, but what I am saying is something's a little off in them presenting this as if it's some sort of fucking amazing feat, uh, because I just don't view it that way. Uh, let me see here. 72 weeks. Is, yes, here we go. 72 weeks of treatment for 20, for 52 pounds. Okay. That's, so 22.5%, we're going to take the person's new weight or, you know, I, I, I read 231 somewhere, uh, somewhere else. There it is, 231. Here we go, 231. So the baseline was 231. So they lost, you know, a decent amount of weight, 231 minus 52 pounds. They weigh 179 now, so they got to a healthy BMI. Congratulations, good fucking job. Um, I will say this, that for 52 pounds over a 72, you know, week period of time, that is, again, 52 times 3500 equals divided by, uh, it's 72 motherfucking weeks. Uh, 72 weeks. Um, yeah, that's uh, minus 3500 divided by 7. Jeez, that can't be right. That can't be right. It can't be. Can't be, can't be, can't be. Anyway, uh, if you look at it, they've lost about three-fourths of a pound a week. That's not fucking great. I mean, 
Uh, I personally have clients that have lost 20% of their body mass in just six months being on no morbidity and just being mindful about their food. No, no side effects, no nothing, just moving on with life. Because that's what we want to provide It's just moving on with life. Like, you see, like, that's the important fucking thing. Um, we're going to get back to what they were saying because there's some other stuff I wanted to talk about. Boom, here we go. And Munjaro um, stimulates or, or mimics the effect of two different hormones. Oh, one is GLP, the oh. other called GIP. So yeah. it has a dual mechanism of action. And what we've learned over the years and something that my, my own research showed a number of years ago is that when you combine medications that affect weight regulation and appetite, you can get past the plateau phenomenon. Prove it. Produce, I, I would, uh, sir, uh, Dr. Lou Aroni, Aroni, prove it. I would love to have you on live for, to see the data, to show what you just said is not complete and utter total bullshit. So I, I, I would, I would love, at least love to see where you could come to that conclusion, because I can tell you this, that is not like science consensus. That's just bullshit. You fucking spoke, you know? So you can get additional weight loss by combining two medicines that work in totally different ways. Now, I'm not saying that that's not true. I'm not. Because it does make sense that it's two two different mechanisms. Like if you have something that's looking out for blood sugar regulation and something that's looking out for the actual mechanism of hunger in the stomach, that's actually kind of what we plan on doing with product two and no morbidity, which by the way, you should be trying no morbidity right now, or at least our coaching, like one or the other. You know, if, if, if 2023 is the year that, you know, you've tried for years and years and years and years and years, we can do this. We can get you squared the fuck away finally and for good. Okay, so let's fucking do this this year. There's the fucking links. Get at it. And, and as a result, we get more weight loss with Munjaro. Uh, we published a paper on this in July showing weight. And by weight loss, just so we're clear, Wegavi claims 20% in 68 weeks. And Munjaro is claiming 22.5% in 72 weeks. It's not like all of a sudden it's like this massive amount, right? Weight loss as great as 22.5%. In 72 weeks. 22.5% in 72 weeks. It's amazing. Like, they're not going to include this for some reason. What could possibly the reason be? Because 22.5% sounds really impressive when it's not looked at over 72 weeks. Right? Like, that's like a year and five months. And I'm not saying weight loss, all good. All good. But... It's how this is being framed is the problem. Uh, Amy Jacobs, please do. I hope I, I hope to see you. Uh, and let me give you the month by month one. I'm pretty sure I got that still going. Anyway, just got it. Thank you. Boom. All right. With the highest dose, really, uh, you know, it's very similar to bariatric surgical weight loss. Interesting. And what are the side effects from these drugs, uh, Dr. Baroni? Here we go. I, I mean, do all of them have different side effects, Ozempic and Wagovi versus Monjuaro? The, the side effects are actually very similar. Alan, are pe uh, aren't people losing more just doing your recommended changes plus NOMO? Absolutely a lot more, <laughs> a ton. Like, Absolutely a ton. What they're what they're boasting about for seventy two weeks, we're doing in six months. I mean, we're we're doing in twenty four weeks. What they're doing in seventy two. 
Absolutely. We're fucking, we are doing vastly better than them. Part of it is because one, it's not cost prohibitive. And two, they're able to fucking, uh, we're able to fucking have it be where we can truly like help the person and guide them along. And three, I'm not telling them that it's not anything to do with anything else besides your fucking eating less. These people are pretending that their drug does not do exactly what our supplement does. Our supplement gets you to eat less because it makes you less hungry. Ours just happens to add some stress relief onto it where theirs seems to add like side effects, you know, stress. Ours relieves stress, theirs causes stress. Uh, but I think that maybe that might be the thing. But my thing is, is ours are all natural, ancient uh, knowledge with modern methods applied. There's, this is, I, I have a hard time believing, like here's another thing too, I wanted to point out, and I point this out with all these things. Was all of their studies done before or after three-fourths of the population of the world got injected with an experimental gene therapy? Because if people don't believe that that could change fundamentally how other drugs interact with it, I would suggest we, we should be fucking paying very serious attention to this. But anyway. It's okay to call me Lou. It's okay. Okay, I'll call you Lou. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we've known each other for a long yeah. time. So, uh, nausea vomiting, diarrhea, constipation. So just think about eating a really big meal. You know, you can feel queasy and you can have gastrointestinal upset. Um, you know, we find that in using these medicines properly, properly. that's one of properly. my concerns is that there are people out there who are not using these properly, but in using them properly. And here's the thing, what they're gonna try to do right now and understand what they're gonna try to do right now is make it seem like we can't even keep this on the shelves. You know, people, people like, people should be given this to lose weight with. That's it. Like, it shouldn't be for 15, 20 pounds. Watch. Well, we find that the vast majority of people tolerate them well. And what does properly mean is to go up very gradually in the dose uh, month by month. It takes five months. Yes, Ambrosia products are mostly based off Ayurvedic medicine. Most supplements are, but yes, absolutely. To go from the lowest dose to the highest dose. I've heard of stories of people starting with doses that are in the middle uh, or higher, and you know that, that is guaranteed to give someone side effects. It's guaranteed. So this is something that your body needs to become accustomed to. In other words, like, do you, like you need to build up a tolerance so your body can withstand what it's doing to your body. I'm going to argue that that's also like not a great fucking thing. You know, I'm going to argue that that's not a great thing. So the, the, I think the big debate right now is who should be taking these drugs. By the way, if you all have any questions for Lou Aroni, please ask them in the question section. I took the comments out. My actual question is who should be paying for these drugs? Because it was covering your face, Lou. But, you know, I think, I mean, who are these drugs for, basically? Right. So... Um, Ozempic and Munjaro are for people with type 2 diabetes. They're approved for people with type 2 diabetes. And Wegovi is for people with obesity. And when we say obesity, it's measured based on the body mass index. So someone with a body mass index of 27 to 30, which is about 30 to 40 pounds overweight, would 27 to 30 qualify if they have problems like diabetes, high okay. blood pressure, sleep disorders, other medical problems that are associated with their weight. And anyone with a body mass index of 30 and above would qualify for Wegovy. And the, the thing that is being lost in the discussion What's is being lost, that Doc? these medications 
are a huge advance in the treatment of serious obesity? Um, okay. Wow, this is where it's going to get a little real for me, right? Because I always promise I'm going to be honest with you guys, right? I understand why they made these drugs. I don't th- do I think it's a huge advancement in the treating of obesity? It can be, absolutely, okay? Because the problem, I mean, we all know this. The problem is people eat too much. It is the food, 100% of the time. It is the food. If people can eat less, they will lose weight. That is reality. If they can eat less calories, they will lose weight. There's not one person, not one person that can't lose weight, right? And the approach of these new drugs, I think, is amazing. Because obviously, it's the, pro- the approach that we have taken. It's the approach we started working on years ago with the hunger management method. It's the approach that we pitched to Mark about two years ago with no morbidity and with product two coming out is to be able to control one's hunger and blood sugar so you can then control the person's weight. Because it makes it so it is absolutely easier for the person to control their hunger. Therefore, they can control themselves. You know, like it is very important. And I, the people understand that I am not against the premise of these drugs. I am very much against the premise of pushing it as if it's some miracle, because even the results are kind of lackluster, you know, like the results are not great. I mean, they're not bad. I'm not saying they're bad. And any weight loss for a morbidly obese person is good, but they are not great. And they almost all show regain even towards the end of it. The Wegovy study shows weight regain in weeks 65, 66, 67, and 68 while still on the medication, right? So to me, that means that either habits weren't built or the body became too tolerant of it or something like that. So I wonder if it can be kept on forever. We literally market this right here to be a tool that you use for a year, year and a half to get yourself back into good habits, be focusing on getting proper hydration, be focusing on whole food nutrition, be focusing on daily consistent habitual activity. I outline all this stuff. In our book, Beyond Willpower, The Hunger Management Method, I even talk about how to properly use this supplement with it. And you get a month of our app with the hunger ma- with uh, Beyond Willpower, so you should check that out. It's in the description box below. But it needs to be used as a tool, as a tool to build healthier habits. And I just think that this is $39.99 a month, and people are already reporting back in that they're saving hundreds of dollars on their food bill every single month. So it is paying for itself over and over and over. Now, while Bongiorno, Wegovy, and Ozempic likely are going to be covered by insurance costs, we need to start paying attention to this because as we see here in a little bit, the insurance, the, the cost to insurance of this could dramatically affect all of society if we are not careful. Because give me a second, we're gonna, I mean, we'll get to it in a couple of minutes as I'm talking. Serious obesity. So this is, you know, these weren't developed for cosmetic uses, but they're being used cosmetically because they're so amazing and see how they're viewing this they're being used this way because they're just so great they're just so amazing they're being used this way and i do think by the way that just even with no morbidity i think that it's it's almost like like these drugs are going to show they show more of a response visibly on people that are that are are smaller because you're already lean if you eat a little bit less you get leaner leaner you know and when you're leaner you look like it For larger people, again, I always talk about it all the time. Like, I looked basically the same from when I was 280 to when I was 220. I didn't like to look much different, you know? So it's it's a very weird scenario that they got going on with these things. In their effect. But 
the thing I'd, I'd like your viewers to know is that uh, these medicines are transforming the lives of people who have been untreatable in the past. People, And I do hope that that's true. I really do. I just wonder at what expense, what cost, and what side effects, what future harms that they're causing. I completely believe that that's true. As a person myself, and again, I just try to be as full disclosure and honest as possible. As a person myself that is partners in a product that works very functionally on the same very, very similar premise. Ours is a natural supplement, safe and effective for patented ingredients, clinically tested human doses, has been shown to be safe and effective over and over and over again. We have people losing 15 to 20 percent of their body mass on no morbidity versus, you know, in four to six weeks, uh, excuse me, four to six months instead of 15 months for their, you know, their 20 percent or, or, you know, 14 months for their 20 percent. Like we really have the same kind of fucking notions about this shit. You know, I, I have the same ideas that we should be controlling hunger, but I really just, I, I do really want to pay attention to the fact that while I think that these drugs are cost prohibitive, that they have high side effect profiles, that you have to inject yourself once a week, which leaves it open to possible infections and injection site and so much other things, so many other possibilities. And again, they're very cost, like very cost prohibitive. Then even if insurance pays for them, eventually they might not, you know, but they can transform people's lives. There's nothing like quite, there's nothing quite like being in the absence of hunger. Like my first week or two on it was like, it was such a telling thing when I went on no morbidity for the first two weeks, where the first week it was, they've almost freaked me out. Like this demon, like that little red devil that I keep talking about. It's always like, eat that, eat that, eat that. That demon was gone, but I also wasn't like fucking shaking or freaking out or any of that shit. I was just gone, you know? People who were really suffering health problems because of their weight. The average patient we see here at our center at Wild Cornell, uh, the average man weighs 270 pounds. The average woman weighs 230 pounds. Now watch, watch Katie. That, that's, I mean, you can imagine the health risks. They have a body. Notice how we didn't even pause. Like for real, notice how there wasn't even real, like that, that's fucking huge. The average person is fucking that big. That's fucking huge, huge. They mass index of 37. They're on seven or eight medications. Yep. And more than half have sleep apnea, a sleep disorder that's associated with weight. Because being fat is unhealthy for you. It just absolutely is. And, you know, with, with medicines like this, we can get people to lose 40, 50 pounds or even more. I mean, today I just saw someone 40 or 50 pounds, by the way, for the 270 pound male, still has them obese. And if it takes 72 fucking weeks for them to lose 40 or 50 pounds, that's not fucking great. You need to get that weight off them a little fucking faster than that, bro. Who lost 70 pounds. Someone else who lost 60 pounds. We have somebody who lost 88 pounds in uh, four or five months on no morbidity. What's up, Raymond? If you're here, how the fuck you doing? Killing it. My, we, it, it it's... It's real. It works, you know? And once you lose 15% of your body weight, if you, if you can lose 15% of your body weight, almost all of your health complications from obesity can improve. They, they won't go. They can improve. It doesn't mean they will. It doesn't mean they will. It depends on how big you are, too. If you're 400 fucking pounds, losing fucking, uh, you know, losing 60 pounds, if you're 400 pounds, you're still going to be in a fucking serious way. You'll notice a huge difference, but you need fucking... The idea is like what I'm what I'm seeing is this drug by the test that they're giving the 271 pound guy loses 50 pounds. He's still fat. He's still obese. And now he's paid 
you know, $15,000 for the course of his fucking treatment if he pays that out of pocket and he's still fat, still morbidly obese and doesn't have any life skills built up because we're seeing people go off of these things. And again, I will say this, if you just depend on no morbidity to do the same thing and then you go off it, you'll likely regain because you're supposed to use these things as tools to build a healthier lifestyle because your lifestyle before you had this fucked you up to the point where you needed these things. Like, that's the thing. We need to accept the fact that it's still the person's responsibility. And he and people like him with these drugs are trying to make it seem like it's not the person's responsibility, that it's not the person's fault, that it's not a matter of how much food that they're eating. It is literally a matter that they're eating too much and they try to ignore it. Go away. But most all of them will improve. So we finally have tools that can get us that without the, the, the ultimate tool, which is surgery. Well, I want to ask you for these particular patients. And I'm going to say that the ultimate tool is uh, self-accountability, not surgery. You're talking about who have a 37% B, uh, what, uh, BMI, right? Um, uh, have they, they failed or is there something about their, their bodies or their physiology that makes it very, very difficult for them to lose weight without medication? Sure. Here we go. You know, no one comes to see us unless they've tried many dietary interventions. And I, I want to emphasize that what these do is help people to comply with a healthy diet. This is not... Ta-da! Ta-da! Instead of a diet, this is along with a diet. In other words, in other words, in other words, it's the fucking food. It's how much you're fucking eating. It helps you stick to less calories. It's because you're eating too much fucking food. Ta-da! Ta-da! That's why we built, you know, the hunger management method. That's why we built no morbidity. I'm not even disagreeing with it. The problem is that this motherfucker is now going to say that it's the, the person can't do it. It is the amount of food you're putting in your mouth 100% of the time. And many people can lose weight with diet and physical activity alone. You know, I, I don't want you to think that I think that it's not possible to do. But right. what do you do if that doesn't work? You know, diet and activity will always work. It will always work, doctor. If a person is eating less food, less energy than they are burning due to activity, it will have them lose weight. Diets always work when the, a diet is applied. It is always. The person eats less calories. They burn more calories than what they're taking in. They will always lose weight. Always. 100% of the time because physics and reality exist. There is no body that can eat in a way that would get them like there's it's so messed up because what they're about to say is that some people this doesn't work. So then for therefore. So you then eat less. That's the disingenuous portion about this. They're trying to convince people that it's not there, not there. It's not that they can't stop eating so much. And then they give them a drug that stops them from eating so much. It's complete doublespeak. These people are doing is what I always ask people at insurance companies, put people in this behavioral program, but let's say it doesn't work and they have all these complications. Do we just sit there and wait until someone needs surgery? So the, the answer is that the medicines um, help people to feel like they've eaten already and that helps their dietary compliance. So it is just dietary compliance. It is you're eating too fucking much. They're saying this is how these drugs work. It is not that it's, it is not your genetics. You're eating too much. This is, I mean, if, 
you if if they're going to be believed at all. And I'm saying believe them, believe believe their stats, believe their data, believe everything that comes out of their mouth, except have them prove it. And they can prove it with the stats and data. But when they come out and say that obesity is genetic, then why does your drug and our, my supplement get people to lose weight by controlling their hunger so they eat less? Pick one. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear you logic out of this. So ask yourself, like, why is it that people can't lose weight? Why don't people just lose weight? Mm -hmm. And the answer is that in the process of gaining weight, something physical changes in your brain that makes it hard to lose. What is that? So it's not genetics. I thought the other person who was on here before said it was genetics. There are nerves that receive hormonal signals from your fat cells, stomach and intestine. Some of them are these hormonal signals like GLP that your brain becomes desensitized to those hormonal signals because the nerves get damaged in the process of weight gain. And I can give you an hour lecture on how. I would love to hear him prove this. What happens, but the point is it does happen. So something physical is going on in the background. You can't see it or feel it, but anyone who's gained weight and has tried to lose knows just what I'm talking about. You try to eat less and, and you just don't feel right. You may feel hungry. You may wake up in the because you're addicted to these fucking processed food bullshit that you're eating. For real. Middle of the night thinking about food and, and you think you're losing your mind, but you're not. It's your body trying to tell you that you're losing weight, you're starving to death, you know, go out and food. Well, so you're talking about- About three minutes of bullshit there. Individuals who might be described as, if this is correct, Lou, morbidly obese, right? Well. It, morbid obesity or severe obesity starts at a body mass index of about 35. So the patients who we see, you know, severe obesity begins 35 and then really begins at a BMI of 40. But anyone with obesity can suffer the complications like diabetes or- other. Yeah. So you're talking about people, I understand, who are like 30 or 40 pounds overweight. Yes. Okay. I guess what everyone is talking about, I'm going to get to the questions in a minute, is that people yes. who are not that overweight are taking- these drugs to lose maybe 10, 15, 20 pounds. They're not taking them. They're getting prescribed them. Like that, like when did we get to this point where these people, we, how are we even having this conversation where this guy's basically a drug rep? Right? Like we're, this is a little full on fucking ad for these drugs. It's insane. And I want to ask you about the long-term side effects, but are you concerned that people who don't really need these drugs, in other words, they don't have some of these other uh, comorbidities that accompany uh, being you know, too heavy, that they are taking these drugs? And what is your opinion on that? Well, I, I can't really comment on that. These medicines haven't been tested in people who are close to their normal weight. They haven't even been tested. How are they getting prescribed to people at their normal weight? How do we, like, how, how like, this guy's basically saying that a bunch of doctors are completely unscrupulous. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. Like fucking prescribe off label, but not, this is all marketing, by the way, they're going to make it seem like these people are, they're having such good success with losing that last 10 to 15 pounds that they, we can't get them to stop taking it. They're having such success losing that last 10 to 15 pounds. They only had 20 pounds to lose and they still use this medication because they needed to lose 20 pounds. Because a lot of people think that they need to lose just 15 to 20 pounds, and therefore they're going to talk to their doctor about going on Ozempic or 
Buongiorno to lose that last 10 to 20 pounds now. This is an all-in advertisement. So we really don't have a lot of information. My belief is that they'll turn out to be safe, but they haven't been studied in that exact group of people. So I, I can't speak from any experience or research data saying that it is in fact safe in people like that. Um, you know, so in people who are heavier, we know that they're at health risk as right. a result of, of the excess body weight. And so reducing the body weight gives health benefit. So that balances out any risk from, from the medication. At least they're talking about risk from the medication. I'll, 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 I'll at least put that out there because to just avoid talking about the fact that it can cause thyroid tumors and pancreatitis and all sorts of stuff, Mark and I will be talking about this. We're going to be going live, by the way, here in about, I'll be getting off a few, a few guys and I'm going live with Mark again and we'll be talking about other stuff uh, involving this too. So The same way that we do bariatric surgery in people with severe obesity, and it's been shown that they're more likely to live than you know, die from surgery or other complications. Mm -hmm. We don't have those studies yet, but we're gonna have them soon. And we believe that the power of the weight loss will overcome it. But again, for people who are using this cosmetically, who are very close to their ideal weight, I can't say that I know it's safe or unsafe. Well, what about, uh, to, you know, what happens when people who use it stop using it? I mean, Here I we go. That Listen to this right now. Listen to this. That sure. you gain the weight back. One person reported that their binge eating disorder got worse. Um, you know, basically, I, and, and the other criticism is that that doctors are just handing this out like candy. Chelsea Handler, uh, I don't know if you know who Chelsea Handler is, but she said that she didn't even know she was on it and that her doctor hands it out to anybody. How do you know? Like, how do you not know that you're taking a weekly injection in your stomach? How do you not know what the fuck that is? Like Chelsea Handler's a fucking full-on idiot. How do you like you're it's a weekly injection in your fucking stomach? How do you not know what the fuck you're on? He slipped it in there. What the fuck is going on in your life that you cannot know what is being injected to you on a weekly basis? And why the fuck should anybody even possibly listen to anything you have to fucking say about anything? Get on stage and fucking be funny, woman. Shut the fuck up. So, right. I mean, are you concerned that it's being abused? And then we'll talk about the long-term side effects. Right. I wouldn't call it abused. Maybe it's being misused. And I, I don't agree with doing that, uh, obviously. I think that- I mean, are you concerned about it? Well, you know, it's, I look at, I focus on what we do and the fact that we finally have tools that are available to people who had none. Like I see patients all day long with our, you know, the nine other doctors we have, and we use the medicine appropriately. And, you know, we see patients who benefit enormously. Uh, the fact that, that there are, are people who are not using it properly, I'm not sure what we can do about that. Should they do it? No. Uh, you know, should this be controlled in some other way? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, what about the, what about when you stop using it? Uh, Listen to this crazy shit. Um, Sure. Does the weight return? Uh, is this something you have to be on for life? And and what are the long-term side effects of, of being on this drug? Sure. So just like diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, if you were taking medicines for those and you stop them, you would expect your blood sugar to go up, your blood pressure to go up, your cholesterol to go up. Obesity is the same type of chronic disease and the leading cause of, of those other diseases. Do you see what you're doing here? Jesus. So 
we fully expect that if you stop the medication, your weight's going to come back. Now, so take it forever or you're regaining weight. Customers for life, take it forever or you're regaining weight. He said it. You're going to regain. It's somehow a disease now, um, which, by the way, it should way, be, way more be considered a poisoning, right? Like, I've got this thing where we look at, we look at obesity as, you know, uh, a disease. Some people are looking at it as genetic when obesity is actually a poisoning. It is a person that is eating something that is causing deliterous negative health outcomes for them and, you know, something that they are literally addicted to. Like it is like obesity is like what alcohol poisoning would be if it weren't chronic. Like it's a chronic form of poisoning, like alcohol poisoning is acute, you know? Like it is literally a poisoning of ultra processed carbohydrates and overeating. You're poisoning your body with, car it's, it's calorie poisoning. We could even call it that, it's calorie poisoning. But it is not this type of disease that this person is painting out. And the reason why they're painting it as a disease, by the way, that you would need to stay on these medications forever. If they do that, they can get it to the point where um, it's covered by insurance and Med D and everything like that. And we're gonna go over that in just a second. Well, it's probably not gonna come back the week after you stop it, the way your blood sugar would go up or, or blood pressure. But over time, you will gradually regain weight. So over time, you're regaining the weight. will come back. It's yeah. almost like you stopped eating that which means you should listen to me and actually set yourself up to build healthy habits in the absence of hunger. Like go on no morbidity, pay fucking, you know, you could be on 72, 72 months or 70, yes, 72 weeks of Mongiorno costs something like $20,000, you know, 17 months of no morbidity costs 600 or something like that, you know, and we get better results in my opinion, of course that food that the medication mimics. And so your body's going to be looking for, for more food. So this is something that, you know, as, as an obesity medicine specialist, we- As an obesity medicine specialist, take this drug that makes you eat less. As an obesity medicine specialist, motherfucker, I say the same thing, eat less. Here is no morbidity. It helps you eat less. It works on the biological mechanism of producing hunger. Like this is like ridiculous. And you have to take it forever for for 50 pounds you have to take you have to take a thousand dollar a month drug for the rest of your fucking life to lose 50 fucking pounds went to to go from 230 to lose 50 fucking pounds to 180 you need to pay fifteen thousand dollars a fucking year fucking ridiculous have come to expect and you know our our plan for patients is chronic use of these medications it may be that met, met some people i mean we've seen this before where people don't need to take the medication every week forever they may take it less frequently you know several times a month but chronic use is what we expect really interesting because chronic i've seen that the expect. longest study took place over less than two years and some physicians say that really isn't long enough to determine the long-term effects of being on a drug like this in perpetuity. Right, so 
there are studies. That, um, so medicines like this in this category, maybe not these exact medicines, but medicines like this have been around for 20 years, medicines in this category. And so when, when a medicine has been around for a longer period of time, you get more experience. Let's look at Ozempic, for example. Um, you know, Ozempic has been around for over five years and used by millions of people. Um, you know, we would hope that if there were a signal of some type of a risk, it would show up. And, and it hasn't. You know, again, this is a medicine that is widely used. It's become one of the most prescribed medicine for people with diabetes, and we haven't seen anything. But that doesn't mean that it should just be handed Five out to anybody time. who. Five years is not a long time. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah that's not that's not that long of a deal. Anyway, I, I'm going to answer some questions, and then I've got to be on live with Mark. So um let's see lifetime meds yeah i don't think what people understand how dangerous this is me and mark are probably going to talk about this more ad nauseum uh here here, here in about an hour or here in about eight, 10 minutes for about an hour um but the the very real ramifications are that this could over the course of the next you know just doing some light math i'm going to do some light math with you guys right There's probably 180 million people that could could possibly get prescribed Wegovy or Ozempic or Mangiorno in America right now. Like literally, we could probably probably put this out to 180 million people uh, uh, could be. We could prescribe this to like to meet the prescribing criteria for one of these drugs, either Wegovy, Ozempic, or Mangiorno. Because as I've stated ad nauseum all the time. We live in a chronically morbidly obese society that it overeats our food. It is insane how we are literally having drugs that we recognize are to help people eat less, but we're saying that it's genetic that they're fat. Like we are giving them a drug to control an action, but we're saying it's genetic that they're fat. It's so crazy to me, right? Absolutely crazy. But say just 50 million people, follow along with me, folks, and then, then comments afterwards. But say 50 million people get prescribed these drugs that they take every month forever. Okay, 50 million, 50 million. We have 180 million people that, that, could, be, that could get prescribed this drug, but 50 million people get prescribed this drug in America. They pay their copay through insurance, and then insurance gets billed for the rest of it, right? So insurance companies get billed for the rest of the, uh, for what it is. Like, I, I don't think people understand how healthcare insurance works. The price is still paid for that item. It is just then the insurance company pays the difference and in fact uh, splits the cost amongst everybody. That could be $600 billion a year. Just in these things, if 50 million, if 50 million people get prescribed this, that's $600 billion a year of increased healthcare burden. Now, I understand what people are going to say. People are going to say like, well, it's the lower cardiovascular disease. It's lower type 2 diabetes. Remember, this, like, we don't know how dangerous these are over time. And just to be fucking real, over 10 years, that's $6 trillion we're paying for people to lose 20% of their body mass and keep it off. The average person in America, by the way, the average person in America is, is viscerally morbidly obese. 
we need to very seriously check this because this could get to be very, very, very expensive uh, in an already very expensive system. Like this could put us into like this could add a whole other trillion dollars a year into healthcare burden without taking much off. You know, because these things do not have, they have bad side effects and people aren't people are going to be rebounding weight, all sorts of things. I'm telling you, while I see the benefit of some of these drugs, the thought process that we're trying to tell people that it's for anything but a short term fix to help you get control of your habits like we do with no morbidity. To me, that is medical malpractice. And I think that there, there, there should be ramifications. I'm not going to be. Of course, I can't do anything. I'm just some dude talking, you know, common sense and shit. But um, I do really want to encourage people. We have a safe, effective alternative to these very seriously harsh, high side effects, extremely expensive drugs that they intend on you staying on forever. Instead of starting a drug that they intend on you at a very high cost with very high side effect profile, staying on forever, please do try No Morbidity, $39.99 a month. You can get it at Vitamin Shop, you can get it at AmbrosiaCollector.com, and you can get it at uh, uh, um, TheAmbrosiaCollector.com, TigerFitness.com, AmbrosiaCollector.com, and Vitamin Shop. Please do try No Morbidity first. It works on the very same, very similar premise of mechanisms where they introduce something that pretends to be a hormone that tells people they're full. Ours work on, works on the biological mechanism of actual stomach hunger to avoid the hunger to begin with. We also have a stress relief you know, component to in two of our ingredients to help you deal with your stress a little better instead of being high stressed because you're not you're worried about what side effects you're going to have. No side effects, very cost effective. People say that they save many, many times over in food than they did paying for no morbidity safe, effective, and we intended for, to be used for a shorter duration of time for people to get a hold of their healthy habits, get to at a healthy weight, and build the habits they need to stay at that weight and then come off of it and stay off of it. Like, while we are businessmen, we don't want it to be where people have to use it forever. It's it, it's very simple. Please try no morbidity first. I really do. Michael Blacktree. On my second week of NOMO, I think the reduction in grocery bill will pay for it and then some. That's outstanding. This is very true also. What happens if healthcare insurance did what car insurance did and says no more coverage for Hyundais and Kias, no more people insured that took a Zempic? It's, they're, they're going to get these people hooked on this. You, but you best believe it. I mean, you best believe it. Anyway, guys, I do need to run. I'm going live with Mark here in just a couple minutes. I hope everybody has a great day. We will be back live tomorrow. Talk to you soon. Please do check out, by the way, please do check out the, you can get the app for a month, the live pre-recorded classes, hunger management support group. You could get our coaching. We still have some slots available. That's a very good discounted price. Or you could just get a consult, consultation with me uh, and the app for a month with the consultation. Please do check that out. God damn.